On today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, Kyle and Tyler are joined by guest host Dan to be given our two cents on the Bills, Jets, Titans, Chiefs, Jeff, Saturday, and much more. Hello, everybody. And welcome back to the NFL football edition of the Loose Change podcast. We got Dan, we got Kyle, we got Tyler. Two cents on football. Let's start with the Bills and the Jets. I can't Ooh. believe the Jets just beat those guys. Can you believe that, Dan? You know, I at this point, it's hard not to believe in the Jets. I've said it before on this podcast. You know, they're not playing flashy football, but they're getting wins. I mean, we're halfway through the season and they're six and three. So I feel as though the big story coming out of that Bills Jets game from last week was obviously the Josh Allen injury. Absolutely. They um it's rumored that he's probably gonna play this week, but like if you watch the video of it, that looked awful. <laughs> like <laughs> it's an elbow sprain, and a lot of people that are baseball fans, they saw that and they said, Oh, that's Tommy John surgery. Which yeah. is usually like a year recovery time so that scares you if you're a bills fan i'm nervous as hell right now absolutely you don't want alan running out there and then re-injuring it because they brought him back in week one so and on the jet side of the ball i don't know if zach wilson is going to be a quarterback that's going to lead me into anything I, i feel so this team is so good in other positions outside of quarterback and I'm I'm wondering what do they do there? I I think they have to stick with Wilson at least another year, but it might be a mistake. Yeah, I feel like you have to give him the chance, right? You have to give him a fair shake when you draft him that high, but he hasn't looked good. And no like his QB rating on the year is like forty five point two right now. So <laughs> like wow. you're not happy with that. Um you surrounded him with weapons. I think that they'll probably go and get another elite uh, player to pair with Wilson next year. But I mean, the way they're playing, they're not getting any top QBs off the board anyways. So yeah, I guess when you put it like that, it's just such a shock that they're up there six and three, they might be leading the division after this week. You never know. Yeah. They're in the hunt for the wild card for sure. And it's so weird because with a lot of these like playoff teams and championship teams, the QB spot is usually a strong spot. But if the Jets end up going on a run here, they may be one of those anomalies where it isn't the QB that's carrying the team to victory. It's good defense and running the ball, I guess. <laughs> they might be the 49ers of the AFC moving oh, forward. Yeah, that's a good way to to compare the two like you don't ever see any eye-popping numbers from the jets but somehow they're getting wins every single week it's like go look at the stat line zach wilson throws for like 154 yards michael carter runs for 77 so like how are you winning a game against the bills and it's just i mean they're playing good defense they made allen super uncomfortable in the pocket made him make a lot of mistakes and they just capitalized yeah nothing flashy just good football and you win the game that's all you need and if you're four and oh on the road which the jets are they're only two and three at home if you're winning your road games you're getting into the playoffs 
And I think at this point, if you're a top seed, like if you're the Ravens, the Bengals, the Titans, Chiefs, Bills, and you make the playoffs, the Jets are not an easy knockout round one. I'd be no, no. I'd be worried about that matchup for sure. And I think at this point, I can't believe it. The Jets are for real. Yeah. Yeah. It, and uh, a couple good draft picks and a good head coach. What are you gonna say, Dan? Uh coming up out like they have the bye coming up. After that, they just got the Pats and the Bears. You know, the those are two winnable games going into December on a three game win streak, you know. They they're definitely in the hunt for a wild card, possibly the division. If Josh Allen is out, the Jets may look like front runners, depending on how Miami does. So yeah, that we didn't really have this planned in our pre-podcast, but you mentioned the Bears, and let's talk about it a little bit. Justin yeah. Fields, eh? Unreal. Is Unreal. he is he a guy? Because it seems as though he wasn't for a while, and a lot of that was just the fact that he was on Matt Nagy's Bears. Even this year, though, at the start of the year, there was like 11 pass attempts and a loss. Like It seems like they didn't know what to do with the guy, didn't surround him with weapons. And all of a sudden, they went and looked at Lamar Jackson tape, Jalen Hurts tape, and they figured out what to do. Uh, this guy's a guy, right? Like, are we at this point where believing Justin Fields could be a great quarterback in the league? I I really think so. Like, I loved Fields coming out of college. Um, he was amazing for Ohio State, and then like he comes into this awful Matt Nagy offense. And Awful. just sets him up for failure. And it really felt like it destroyed his confidence and that we weren't going to see him, you know, feel comfortable taking the next step. Not even that he wasn't capable of it, just that he he didn't feel like he could do it. Because we see that so, a lot with rookie quarterbacks. They get ruined. Yeah, and like, and even like, I think it was like week one this year, they were like, oh, we didn't run. Uh, we don't have any designed rollout plays for Justin Fields. And it's like, how do you have a dual threat quarterback that you're not designing plays to make a defender choose between tackling Justin Fields in the open field or dropping back into coverage. Like if those are your options, there's one of them's open. So. Yeah. I was team fade the bears all season long, but now I'm at the point ever since that Patriots game, it seems like they completely changed the offense and are doing what would be obvious to do with our running threat quarterback. But he is literally almost I'm not say literally, but he looks as fast as Lamar. He's bigger than Lamar. His arm, he can launch that downfield. I, I, I'm yeah. worried about that division that right now. In the future, that could be the Bears and Vikings all of a sudden Easy. competing every single year. Bears and Lions at the top of the north. That, okay. There's it's, no way uh... that <laughs> <laughs> it's really looking like uh, Fields is starting to turn a corner here, and maybe the Bears will as well. Uh, maybe and you look at like how if you look back at how Fields has played like last year as well, he was hurt, but towards the end of the season he started to play well. So maybe it was just a need to get comfortable kind of thing. And now it looks like they're finally it feels like he's surrounded by offensive talent that he's comfortable throwing to with Komet, uh Darnell Mooney and now with Claypool in the mix who knows maybe he'll be able to uh fit, they'll be able to figure something out a bit of a young offense has time to develop 
seems like it, the Bears' defense is always all right. So it does really knows? seem like Maybe he's starting turn to the corner here. Yeah, it really seems like he's starting to trust Komet too, which a lot of people expected in the beginning of the year because generally these young QBs rely on those safety valves and their tight ends. Um, and they were missing a lot of deep throws. So I think that now trusting Komet and some of these players underneath to make a play is going to be a big difference in that offense because you need to be running those like crossers and floods across to one side of the field to make teams pick between containing the QB and p- maintaining their coverage. Literally dial up Hertz's offense. Like just make the Eagles offense or the Baltimore offense, your offense. And Don't you'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. It seems to work in this uh, new era of football. It's really interesting for sure. So how about this then the Titans, their quarterback last week was Malik Willis. <laughs> He threw for oh, 80 man. yards. Can you He's really supposed to be five a completed really passes? Can you really say they passes. had a quarterback? Yeah, I don't know how they didn't put 11 guys in the box every play. <laughs> like, stop right. Derrick Henry, you win that game. Their defense almost won it for them. Mahomes, magic, classic fourth quarter comeback. He is now 5 and 0. 5 and 0 when his team is down at halftime in the last five games. That's Mahomes is messed but let's we'll get to the chiefs soon titans let's start there with Tannehill, can they do anything this year or is it just going to be that team that scrapes to the playoffs because they're that good they got the coaching they got the defense they got the running back i don't think they have the weapons at quarterback nor wide receiver to do anything in the playoffs though their ceiling is stealing one playoff game agree or disagree I agree here. You know, they're in the weakest division. They just happen to be the best team and probably the worst division in the AFC right now. They've got yeah. one of the nicest running backs in the game, Derrick Henry. I think he'll probably single-handedly carry them to the division win. I'm not sure how their schedule looks going into the end of the year here, but um He's just that type of player where he can just carry the load, get you to that first round. But like you said, I it's one of those teams I don't see them making a, a deep run like the Chiefs and maybe the Bills, depending on uh, Josh yeah. Allen's health. And to your point, schedule-wise, the rest of the season, they only have three games against teams that are above 500 at this point of the season. So it does wow. feel like a little skate to a division win and then just... Lose to the Chiefs or Bills. Didn't, right. didn't they make the AFC? Was the AFC Championship? No, it was uh, divisional round. But they, they made the AFC made... Championship two years ago. I thought they've they've always yeah, been in there. They've, I mean, they've been in the mix with Tannehill, and like this uh, reminds me a lot of like the 49ers where you just uh, your defense, your run game your clean football wins you games and you just need that guy to manage it. So it'll be interesting to see if they can do it. I think a lot of it has to do with um, Traylon Burks taking the next step in before playoffs because losing AJ Brown yeah. really makes them one dimensional. He's back yeah, off so. IR practicing this week. Yep. He is back. Um, not officially back yet, but he is back from IR. So he's a couple weeks to get back. And their defense has looked really good. Like in the last yes. few games, 17 points against 17 points against 10, 10. 
than 20, but that includes Mahomes in overtime. So that's great. Let's look at those teams that they beat. Colts. Yeah. Washington. Colts. Houston. Like, yeah. <laughs> those teams suck. So I get that they're doing okay, but yeah, this is clearly a team that's benefiting from their schedule, unlike the Eagles, and they are going to skate to the division and get messed up. The Chiefs, on the other hand, they'll probably meet the Titans, be the ones destroying them in the playoffs, but with what we've been seeing from their wide receivers, do you think Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Hardman, and this combination that they have going is Super Bowl material? I understand Kelsey's there and you got Mahomes and Andy Reid, but sometimes I worry that if you find the right defensive coordinator that can stop Kelsey, is Hardman going to be enough? I think that it was really smart of them to go pick up Kadarius Tony at the trade deadline. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was a huge area where they, they needed to improve to be able to keep up in a game where the bills come out and just go guns blazing 21 nothing like you you can't fall behind in some of those games and that's what we see in like these playoffs so you need that guy that can open things up and like is Kadarius Tony gonna be that guy he sure looked like it last year he's very talented when on the field he always looks like one of the best receivers yeah and I feel like overall this year the like the playoff race is pretty wide open. A lot of teams have their weaknesses. Like KC has their wide receiver room. Uh, the Bills, Josh Allen's inconsistencies. Like it only takes one bad game and you're out kind of thing. Like, and Josh Allen has had some bad games, some rough spots this year. That's true. Uh, but circling back, I think the difference between the chiefs and the bills like if we're comparing the two the comparisons come up a lot because like kyle said in a close playoff game right now i'm trusting mahomes and his ability to just find those receivers because it seems like it doesn't matter who he's throwing to they're open or he's finding them somehow that offense is really tricky tricky really crafty reminds me of those eagles you know, almost backyard uh, yeah. plays when like, they made okay. the Super Bowl run, you know, and they like you see it all the time, like little flips, a lot of crazy play action, misdirection going on with the Chiefs offense. They're still my front runner, but the Andy yeah, that's a mastermind. Yeah, that, so, that wide receiver room is a bit of a question mark, but I don't think it's as big of an issue compared to some of the other teams issues in the playoff hunt. Well, I think we might have an issue with, with the chiefs is okay. They're down 21, nothing. Okay. They got Mahomes. They got the weapons to come back. What, what, what happens when you need to run the ball though, which sometimes mm-hmm. you need to run the ball. CEH yeah. has like five yards and four carries last game, Pacheco pretty similar Jarek McKinnon is a great passing down back. He can receive, but he's not a guy you want on first or second down either. With Pacheco and CEH not grabbing the reins here, I I see a lot of their passing game being utilized as the running game, short screens and stuff, Yeah, which yeah. is fine. And you can win like that, but it's totally a point of weakness. Absolutely. Their offense looks very much... Uh, it's very much a different offense from what we saw last year with Tyreek Hill. So um, I think that 
they have to utilize that short passing game to keep up with their lack of a run game, but they've never really been a run heavy team. Like, I mean, go back to like when Kareem Hunt was there. Sure. But outside of that, they've, they've always been a pass first offense. Yeah. Ever since Mahomes got in the league, why would you do anything else? Yeah. You don't trust him more than anyone else on the offense. I think. Right. So hopefully that doesn't bite them in the butt because I would love to see a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to it. Andy oh, Reid versus man. the Eagles. Come on, come on. Well, Storylines no. there for that, sure. That writes itself. That writes itself. Um, I want to see Deshaun Jackson playing for the Ravens in the Super Bowl against the Eagles. Deshaun Jackson, you know what he needs to stop doing? Pulling his hamstring every single time he plays football because he I looks agree. good and fast and he catches balls. He talks so much shit. I love him on the team, but he plays for a quarter a season at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that story. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch, figured I'd see if anybody wanted me. I'm ready to play football again. I'm pretty sure, yeah, he pulled his hamstring getting up off the couch. <laughs> the Ravens gave him the call. Because I, I just seen this man sing on the sidelines. The the whole, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Passed the Ravens excruciating physical and then was like, I'm out. Actually. <laughs> so how about this, guys? Jeff Saturday is oh, the coach wow. of the Colts. I'm excited for this. I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast has heard it about it already, but we just need to give our what the fuck reaction. We have to. Okay, I'll start. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why they do that? I don't, he's not even a coach. And I get it. Like, <laughs> hey, he's really he's a really good player. Um, all pro could be in the Hall of Fame one day. Who knows? He's really good. How is he good enough to be a head coach? Thank God he's not calling plays. But what are we doing here? This seems like a big bluff on his part where it's like a big sink or swim moment. Like he's like, here's all here's all my cards on the table. I feel like I can coach men. These guys trust me. You see all those, you know, keywords. Uh, and he he gives me McDaniel uh, McDaniel's vibes. Yeah, how so? Uh, or uh, sorry, um, the uh, Lions coach, Dan Campbell. Yeah, Dan Campbell. He gives me Dan Campbell vibes. Just the you know, like the intensity. You know, Dan Campbell came out guns blazing. Dan Campbell has more of a resume than. Then Mr. Absolutely. Saturday, <laughs> like, but he has the same rep, like he has the same uh, resume as I have. Yeah, I have yeah. a football podcast. He talks yeah. football on TV. <laughs> yeah, he, he coached high school football dark, too. Dark horse coach, you know. He, who knows? Give him a shot. In the this, the new this new era of the NFL, it feels like uh, they're giving lots of guys shots at trying to run a team because the old way of football seems to not work as effectively as it used to ever since um, sean McVay gets hired everyone's looking for this new for sean, McVay. sean McVay. Yeah. it doesn't work cliff kingsbury for sean McVay anymore yeah i'm McVay. worried for sean McVay. yeah like, not everybody has a do- photographic memory I know. My God, man. So anyways, I am totally cheering for him, though, Kyle. Yes. Saturday, I want to do well. I think he's going to pound the ball. That's where I get the Dan Campbell vibes. 
Yeah. That's where I get the Dan Campbell vibes. You're He's a guy you want to root for, but <laughs> the cards are like the chips are stacked against them. Like it, it is a just the Colts in general. They're like in a sink or swim spot, and this is like such a bold decision of them. Be like, okay, our season is on the line here. We either give this guy a shot. We're screwed with or without him, so we might as well try. That's the only way it makes any sense to me. Like, I mean, I it was understand totally that... Ursay's job, right, Kyle? Like, Ursay did that. It wasn't Ballard. Yeah, it had to have just. It been feels Ursay. like an Ursay like, move. This is, yeah. this is the guy. So, and I'm pretty sure he was the one that like came out and said in a conference that's who they're hiring and everything. So, but like. As a center, like a center is a very smart player on the football field. They know yeah. how to read a defense. Properly oh, outside of quarterback, probably like the that. number two, right? But like to take a guy that like make him a, an assistant coach, make him an offensive line coach, like give this guy a coaching experience first. So this like screams that this was just like a fuck it. We're losing anyways. So why not? And they're just like, yeah, Saturday take control of the team until the end of the season. And if you do a good job, you keep the job. And if you don't, then we're going to go look at some of these Super Bowl contender, offensive coordinator and defense coordinator type guys uh, to fill this, this gap. This so tells me that the Monday after the season ends, Chris Ballard's out. Cause no way he fucking made that pick. Yeah, that could be like, it's very possible. Which I actually really like Chris Ballard, but I like him too. Andrew Luck retiring really fucked that team up. And they look at what they did. They picked Rivers over Brady. They picked Wentz over a couple other people. And now they picked Matt Ryan when they didn't have to. It's <sighs> I I understand there's other people or scouts too. You're the GM. You make the decision at the end of the day. He's made three terrible decisions and has ruined yeah. three great teams. Yes. Yeah, go Jeff Saturday. Hopefully yeah. he figures hey. it out for the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Jeff I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this new era of football. It seems like we're entering, you know, different quarterbacks facing each other. Not a Tom Brady versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's the Mahomes versus Josh Allen comparison. We got, it's not Bill Belichick drama. It's Jeff Saturday drama. <laughs> Dan Campbell drama era. getting fired up. Yeah, it feels, I don't know. It just feels more and more like it's a, a new wave of the NFL, you know? It's fun every single week, man. I mean, this something podcast, new. we can talk about every team in the book. Like everyone has something to talk about. That's what's good about the NFL for sure. Yeah, nowadays. It was hard for me to make a choice of what we wanted to talk about today. There was so much. So, yeah, we talked a little bit so far about what happened last week. Let's jump into the upcoming week. Let's yes. discuss the Sunday night football matchup. Chargers at 49ers. 49ers favorited by seven points. Which, what? Which, like, to me, before the season, the Chargers would have been favored, I thought. 100%. And now a full touchdown. For the 49ers. Gosh. Kyle, CMC how do you explain that? that line. Is it CMC? I, is it the defense of the Chargers just being that bad? How do you explain a touchdown for the 49ers? Like, I understand. Like, the Chargers have not looked great. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of that has been injury related. They had injuries yeah. to their offensive line. Um, they've had injuries to their secondary on defense. They've had injuries to their wide receiver group. So like yeah. losing Keenan Allen and Mike Williams for a bit as well has really screwed them up. But like seven points, like the 49ers are a good offense, but they're not a 42 point per game offense where it's the Chargers Jimmy have to try G to keep quarterback. Like exactly. Like I'll take Herbo to put up points over Jimmy G. Um, yeah, I'd feel obligated to take the plus seven there. That's insane. How do you feel, Dan? Do you think seven, is that shocking to you or would you put it, it around that? It just feels like the 49ers are a team with a lot of hype behind them right now. You know, people are excited about that CMC move. I am myself. I think it could be a there's there's some middle of the road teams right now. You know, how halfway mark through the season, a little bit past. Um and I think the 49ers are one of those middle of the road teams. They picked up CMC, huge blockbuster move. He's one of those guys that can have that single impact on your team, kind of like Derrick Henry, especially the 49ers. They're a, a run-happy offense. They always have been the past few years. We've seen it. They love their running backs, but they're absolutely cursed when it comes to injuries at the running back position. So I pray for CMC's health. Yeah, um, pray. I can, so like with that, all that being said, like, all the hype and news around the 49ers. I can see why the line is so favored, especially with the Chargers struggling and kind of being in a slump. Um, like Kyle said, you can't really blame it on the Chargers because the talent's there. It's just been missing because of injury. And well, what would you take? Would you I'm telling you, you have ten dollars free money. You putting it on 49ers minus seven or chargers plus seven? I I think I have to lean on the 49ers here. Wow. Just feel, yeah. I don't know. It just feels like they're the team with the momentum in this situation. But the going Chargers money line with that $10. I, I would be going Chargers. I'll take the points. Maybe even the Chargers to cover too. It could be a close game. That's the thing with Herbo. You know, I get he's been injured. He doesn't have his weapons. It's still Herbert versus jimmy garoppolo and the coaching matchup defense matchup every matchup goes 49ers but quarterbacks that important herbert's one of the best the chargers are five and three it's not like they're having a terrible season oh, they just one game out of the lead of the division too like both teams yeah. are playing for their division right now they've gotten beat up a few times like they lost the jags 38 10 they had another bad beat i forget exactly to who but yeah I think Chargers plus seven is a very good bet. That That's going to be a fun matchup, though. I'm excited oh, to watch yeah. that game. And it's going to be heartbreaking if the Chargers don't make playoffs, man. That's going to be sad to see. Instead, but it's the a shocking loaded, thing is, loaded AFC East to, compare, to compete with right? for those exactly. wild card spots. It'll be cool to see the Dolphins or the Jets make it, but that means... A, a team Chargers like the hurt. Chargers that have been grinding away to make that run, wow. they might not even get a shot at it. Because it's three yeah. wild card spots, right? I believe so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Four division AFC, winners through wild card. AFC North, you gotta assume Ravens go. Bengals, are they gonna miss? 
Like they're like, in the hunt for the wild card. They're but it's in the hunt. Shaky. One of these teams will not make playoffs. Bengals, Chargers, Dolphins, Jets. And at this point, that's pretty wild to say. That you could easily see the Bengals missing the playoffs and the Jets being in. Wow. Oh man. What a life we're living. As an anti-Bengals fan, I would appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Well, Bengals on by, so they're not going to be a part of our starts of the week. How about that transition? Yeah. Fantasy starts of the week. Here we go. We got a quarterback, running back, tight end, wide receiver. Listen to what we say. Put them in your starting lineups. Reap the benefits. Kyle. And if we're wrong, don't tell us. Thank you. That's the main point. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I do not want to hear it, but tell us about how right we were later on. Kyle, give me a quarterback to start my fantasy lineup this week. Uh, make sure he's in your lineup for Thursday Night Football. I'm rolling with Marcus Mariota. Um, I think that Atlanta showed that they're willing to pass the ball a little bit more last week. They had a lot of unrealized air yards. Um, some deep misses downfield to like Kyle Pitts, which is going to happen of... when Mariota's throwing the ball. Absolutely, hundred percent. But just the fact that they're willing to do that shows a lot. And Carolina sucks against the pass this year. They, they just they're not a good defense in general. I believe that they are twenty eighth in passing yards uh, allowed, and they're twenty fifth in point or uh, no, they're twenty ninth in points against. So. Nice. Yeah, so they're giving it 25.3 points per game. I think Mariota is probably going to have a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in this one, if not more, uh, just based on the red zone looks and unrealized air yards from last week. So, yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. I love it. I love it. Do you have a quarterback, Dan, or should we move forward to wide receiver? Ooh, we can move to wide receiver. I'm looking after the tight ends this week. Devonta Smith. Yes. Put him oh. in your lineup. Here's the I thing with Devonta Smith is that he, at some point during the season, was an everyday start. Like, of course, I'm putting Devonta Smith in my lineup. Here's the thing. Lately, he hasn't been that good. He's the wide receiver. Well, look at this. 3.2 fantasy points last week. 4.8 the week before. And week before that was by. So ever since last three weeks, you're kind of looking at him on your team like, do I have to start this guy? Yes, you do. He's playing Washington. When he played Washington last time, week three, he was a top three wide receiver. He had 12 targets, eight catches for 170 yards and a touchdown. Why would that ever not happen? It's Washington. The Eagles love scoring against them. They're at home this go around. You're starting every Eagle. If he is on on your fantasy team, he has an Eagle beside his name. Put him in your lineup. Boston Scott, sure. Let's do it. Can he gain one? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 45. Touchdowns for everybody. I like it. Um, I don't have any Devontae Smith shares anymore, so enjoy that, Dan. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> All right, Dan. You carry me to that uh, dark horse playoff win in Dynasty. How about a tight end that will carry me to a victory this week? Oh, well, I think uh, this week we're looking at Noah Fant. Noah Fant? And, uh, He's back. Yes. Yes, the Fant is back. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace has returned. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, this year, not a lot of consistent tight ends other than the top five range. 
A lot of guys getting hurt, so you need replacements. Yeah. No fan. Spotty here and there, but at least you have a little bit of consistency. You know, he's had a lot of games where at least he's getting you over five points, but lately he's had a few over 10-point games, which this year, shockingly, that's all you can ask for is a uh, is a, over a 10-point game, and he's going up against Tampa Bay this week. Weak not a defense against, yeah, not Sorry, a terrible matchup, eh? Against TV, yeah, no, yeah, weak defense against the tight end this year. And you know, Tampa's been all over the place, and uh, Fant might be able to uh, sneak some free catches in there against uh, a scrambling Tampa Bay. I don't hate it, okay. And you say one touchdown, we're looking at 15 points, and I think he has a floor of about four or five points, which is the fact of like every tight end right now be outside yep. like you said the top three so i don't hate it it's a great shot in the dark great yeah. dart throw coming off a top are. 10 tight end performance last week yeah had set yeah had a uh, five receptions for 96 yards against arizona but i mean it is arizona they always struggle against the tight end but so does tampa bay so maybe we'll see a trend here start <laughs> At running back, here's a play that I didn't think I was going to say to do up until like half an hour before the podcast. And I said, you know what? Let's just do it. It's Jeff Wilson Jr. The now Miami Dolphin. He actually had a lot of runs, like way more than I thought. He had 50% of the runs last week. And Mostert didn't look that great. Honestly, I was shocked. Jeff Wilson, in my estimation, one of the best football scouts around. I suggested he would look better. So I think Jeff Wilson, if you need a flex start, I think he has a solid floor and he has a two touchdown ceiling. Cleveland's run defense sucks this year. So I'm yeah. okay with playing the they trust him. Supposed to be the backup. Exactly. They, they trust, trust him. Miami said, excuse me, San Francisco. Can we have your backfield, please? <laughs> Yeah, that's like no problem. We got yeah. CMC. <laughs> Take him. Kyle, as any other starts of the week? As a most I do. Owner, I've I got do another. <laughs> I've got a wide receiver start of the week, and I'm uh, rolling with someone that you probably lost a little bit of confidence in over the past couple weeks, but you've probably been starting him anyways. It's uh, Mr. Michael Pittman. Um, he's playing against the Stinky Raiders defense this week. Pity City. Um, Jeff Saturday is going to get the boys fired up for Jeff Sunday. <laughs> Jeff Sunday. And <laughs> um, like the Raiders have the 27th, they're giving up 27th most points. Uh, they are giving up 255.3 uh, pass yards per oh, game. So I really think that we're going to see the Colts change things up. They have yeah, to. They have to. And they have the, to. The, the focus from like a, a GM ownership standpoint at this point isn't win games. It's let's see what we have. So yeah. they know that Michael Pittman's that like a solid wide receiver. So they're going to start force feeding him the ball to see, you know, is this a guy that we want to extend in two years? When is this guy our comes? number one receiver when we're trying yes. to compete for a Super Bowl? Like you got to think these guys are going to be in like the t- probably in the top 10 of the draft this upcoming season. Probably top um, six, top five. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I mean, as much as they want to look at a QB, if one doesn't fall, there's some really good wide receivers in this draft class too. So True. yeah, I, I really expect Pittman to have a comeback game. PPR makes him even more valuable, but I'd expect probably eight catches for a hundred plus. Wow. I no love that. As a Pittman points. owner, I'm excited to hear you say that. Do we have any Me of your too. bullshit defense starts of the week that definitely shouldn't be played? Uh, I'm playing the Titans defense this week <laughs> if they're out there. Yeah. Um, watching them against the Chiefs was just unreal. Uh, so I specifically went out of my way to go get them after seeing that they've been giving up very few points, getting lots of pressure. And they're playing the Broncos this week. So that's oh, just hammer. a matchup you target every single week. Yes, definitely. Is Russ? Yep. Russ is playing, obviously, right? He's he's if stretching. He he's good. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be out there. He's doing he's his playing. high knees. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that does it for our fantasy starts of the week. Be sure to plug and play those guys in your lineup. Let us know how well we did. And if we didn't do well, do not go under my mentions dan we have you on for one reason and one reason only we have two reasons <laughs> one is that you have great commentary on football but number two is that you come locked and loaded with winning parlays there's nothing more i love in this world than seeing a dan castle parlay hit my group chat line and i instantly tail it instantly win money so how are we doing that this week well, I had to pivot a little bit. A little pivot. Um, but we're going to start off. Uh, I think the, the line shifted a little bit, but I think we can still trust the, the Cowboys here against uh, the Packers. I, I think we can trust the spread. Five points. Uh, yeah, Cowboys by by five. Okay. I think that, that that's a solid pick. Going with the Cowboys. Uh, we will go... With the Dolphins against the Browns, money line. Dolphin, money line, minus 192. Okay. Yeah. And to top it off, I believe we can go with. Let's see. <laughs> I thought I, you were think... delaying for suspense. I was like, I'm ready. I'd say, I think we can go with the Saints. I love how against... confident you are. Uh, against a a very stinky Steelers team, I think the Saints is a safe bet. I wonder who plays quarterback. Honestly, they should play Taysom Hill at quarterback. <laughs> I I think that's the best play for them. The Red Rockets, not it. They just they gotta get Jameis back out there. As much as like yeah, man, he was not great. Like he's he better than it though. Yeah, absolutely. And like last year, he started off well. Let him get in a rhythm. Let him uh, get some chemistry with Chris Olave and some of these young guys. And something that quarterbacks need is charisma. And I'm sorry, Winston dominates the Red Rocket as far as charisma goes. Mm -hmm. Eat those W's, Jameis. Okay, so the parlay. Saints money line or Saints spread, Dan? Spreads one and a half points. You want to just take yeah, my I line think, and be safe? Yeah. Uh, well, hey, get, you pick your poison. Let's go money line. Let's just go crazy with the money line. Dolphins yeah, money line. Saints money line. Cowboys five point spread plus 422. 
Wow. I I don't like suggesting throwing a lot of money on. So don't do anything crazy. Throw like three thousand dollars on this. Make some money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Get yourself a new pair of winter tires or something. Absolutely. This uh, yeah, segment was sponsored safety. by Goodyear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Use I'm code Loose Change for two cents off winter tires anywhere you go. Yeah, get your loose change off. Tweet that. All right. That does it for Dan's lock of the day. And that does it for our, our football do we, episode. Do we want lock a Kyle's lock of the day? It's not. Oh really my God. Lock. I didn't know that we had one. Uh, should I, should I put the, the music? Oh, I'll, I'll yes, leave the music for the another music. time. All right. Can I get a drum roll? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going with a straight up bet here. I'm taking the over on Rashad White's rushing yards. Um, Let's not get crazy, eh? Just something straight up. Something that's a winner. Guaranteed. Bet 365 has it as like minus 11, um, which is where I saw the line. 25 and a half rushing yards. Rumor is they want to get him more involved. Fournette sucks. And Seattle's (laughs) run defense sucks. Uh, They're in Germany. So... Um, I don't know what that has anything to do with it, but Rashad White's going to hit the over. So there's something about it being in Germany that makes me think you're right. So yes. Rashad White over 25, you said 25 yards, over 25 and a half hammer. I think you have to put five to 10,000 on that bet because that's a sure thing. Sure thing. I love it. So our locks of the day, hit them, send us screenshots of your $8,000 wins. Lock it in. Lock it up and lock it in. All right. And that does it for the football episode of the Loose Change Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right. So for November, we'll end it with a mustache-based joke. Uh, Hey, Kyle, why do Italian men grow mustaches? Why? To look like their mothers. (laughs) Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Hey-oh.